spring training has sprung. Some old and some new. If you watched the opener in Goodyear, I'm Jeff. And I'm Tom. I'm Kim. And we are three old Reds fans coming to you, still not from Studio Studio 82, but from our auxiliary location, which I am now simply calling Studio JG for obvious reasons. And we're more than a few blocks from our good friends at Beans, which is still down in the heart of Cedarville, and which is the famous birthplace and final resting place of Bumpus Jones. And we're back on Facebook Live, as you can see if you're watching, but not if you're listening. When I, when I signed up for a podcast, I wasn't sure we were going to be live like they were going to see my face. I'm a little uncomfortable I know, with this. I know. Well, you know, we're, we're waiting for the reviews to come in, whether people like this or not. And so we could always do pixelate out your face. Yeah, maybe you could, like, <laughs> right here. So if you happen to find us while we're actually live, say hi, ask us a Reds question. Um, if you have <clears throat> found us on Facebook, just search Three Old Reds Fans. and uh, We don't promise we'll do this always at the same time. Uh, we, we said we were going to be here what, a little after 10 today. It's almost 10.30 now. It's just, a little after 10. It's a little after <laughs> 10. Getting our, uh, yeah, even though we're Three Old Reds fans, for you folks in Slovakia, we're not communists. <laughs> <laughs> Slovenia. 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 So, All right. Joey gets to camp this week. Says, I'm tired of losing, guys. It's time we start turning this thing around. What'd, like you, what'd you think of that? I like it. He's the leader, man. He's got to have that attitude. Can't go into a season, you know, just with the same thing as always. The team's three straight years, last place. So, I love it. I also like the headline in Red Leg Nation. What? So, the Reds start their march towards the 2018 World Championship with a win. Oh, yesterday. Against the Indians. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Nuxall always used to say they'd win the opener and he'd say, well, you can't go 162 and 0 if you don't win the first one. <laughs> <laughs> he used to say that. So, uh, yes, it is the time for optimism, mm-hmm. as always. Um, Joey came in saying he was, I got fatter. I saw that. I don't. I think he was uh, pulling some people's legs. He likes to mess around. Yes, he does. He's really gotten into that. He's a lot looser than he was as a younger player, um, and I like this. You know, showing leadership, saying, "Hey, we're tired of this." It's time we start doing this, and um, instead of this, well, we're rebuilding. If we don't win, we don't win, but we're, you know, we're, we're going to try. But you know? it, and it, I think now he wants to sort of change the momentum. I mean, I don't think it's just Joey. If a lot of times when someone like prognosticators, you go back and, you know, you go back and look at before the year began, <clears throat> saying the NFL, who had Jacksonville making the playoffs, who had the Eagles winning the Super Bowl. I would suspect you'd have the Giants and the Cowboys winning the, the NFC East. Mm-hmm. So it's all, people seem to forget where you were before. And my point on this is, back in 2015 when you had dismantling, it was okay for the next two years, it's going to be a tough stretch. They didn't come out and say it that strongly, but that was the message. And so the, if I remember in, in between the lines was 2018, we're going to see a turning of the corner in terms of results. And so... I think Joey's just saying what was said three years ago, Jeff and Tom. Mm-hmm. And I think, hey, if August gets here and we're not at least still within reach of the wild card, I'll be I'll be really disappointed in this season. I really will. I think. I think <coughs> really? Yeah, I really will. I think you. I'll be disappointed that we're not turning the corner fast enough. Now I know some teams stay down for 10, 12 years, and you just have a long, bad 12 years stretch, right? But it feels like they're approaching the rebuild in a lot of the right ways, and we've got some pitching, some young pitchers that seem good. We were, 
we've got some young position players that are starting to take shape. Um, we've still got some in the in, on the prospect list that aren't really quite ready or aren't really going to be here this year, but it feels closer than it did a year ago. And I think yesterday, last year felt a little closer until the pitching injuries hit. So, so how come? I mean, we're a small market team. We're not going to go out and buy people like the Yankees or Cubs do. But why do other small market teams do able to not go through this, and the Reds? Do, why why are the the Royals able to? Yeah, but the compete? Royals were bad for a long time. Why, yeah, but lately, they're they're they've been turned around. I mean, the Pirates. Is another small market team. Mm-hmm. I could, we the could Brewers. name some others. The, the Brewers. Brewers. Look at the pickups they've had the past month. What? What's the difference? What <laughs> is it? Is it money that the owners are willing to spend? Is it philosophy? I, I really don't know the answer. Uh, to that. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's a lot of factors. Um, you know, the Reds have got a lot. Their payroll is not the biggest in baseball, but um, it seems to be at about where they can handle it. You know, some people have deeper pockets than others. I mean, well, last year weren't they about the bottom in payroll, like were, second were, to the bottom or something? They were pretty like that? low. I, I'd have to look it up to know for sure. Well, but we we know that they're lower now without without paying Brandon's contract. Yeah, and, Cozart, and, and yeah. Cozart's Cozart, and then and they decided not to pay him. Tom, we can only hope to answer your question. We can only hope that a lot of it has to do with we believe in our farm system. We believe in the guys we have coming up. Uh, we believe in our pitching staff. We weren't we weren't so sure where we were six to ten weeks into the season last year, but now we we believe we have a good nucleus of young pitchers. Obviously, the deep pockets one that you talked about is there. You know, how many times you see the Yankees or the Red Sox or someone they're willing to pay that luxury tax? Now the Cubs. We know that's not going to happen for the Reds. But the Yankees this year, I saw Cashman interview the other day. They are definitely concerned about getting being below a luxury level te- of the. One level of the luxury tax. I think there's multiple, there might be more than one level, but they we are. Have no experience with that, so we don't know. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, it's, it doesn't usually come up in Reds conversations. Like Woba. Yeah, and like it's not. Yeah, well, but we Woba know, we, we know more about Woba than we do uh, luxury tax. But I, but they, but they are. Um, he was being asked about, are you going to do anything else big? And I don't think he kind of said no because. You know they see these lines of salary um, of luxury tax, and they do not want to go over that. We should quit, quit buying people like Stanton, and he'd be all right with that. Hey, you know, stinking Yankees. Mm-hmm. Stanton, Judge, yeah, they're got. They're obviously pretty loaded, and um, well, st- Judge probably isn't an expensive. Not at this point, he's I still protected, so. right? You're right, yeah. he's he's yeah. Pro- yeah, he's not he's not costing them a lot of money right now. So, um, and so they the day will come if they want to keep him, he right. will. But they've got some good young pitching, too. Um, Sabathia is still there. I mean, CC uh, has been pitching well here, getting up way up, in, up into his 30s, and, and he's a guy who could continue to do it for several years. And so they have a, they've got a bit of a window opening up to, to be really good for a few years. You think like. CC came to camp saying he gained a little weight? <laughs> <laughs> do you think CC ever comes to camp without gaining without weight? Without saying he gained a little yeah, weight? Yeah, yeah, the guy can still Him pitch, and John Crook. Guy can still pitch though. He's um he could get to I think he could get to uh, if he has a good year he could surpass two hundred and fifty wins this year. Wow! So it's a uh, kind it, of a quiet yeah Hall of Fame exactly. Career. He's he's actually he's definitely building one of those. So anyway, back to the Reds. Speaking of Hall of Famers, what about we already talked about Joey, future Hall of Famer. Um, 
Don't know if there's any other future Hall of Famers on this team. I did see a stat recently that says, I, I saw a, a story where they sort of looked at potential Hall of Famers on every team in baseball because it, throughout history, I guess, somebody did the, did the math, there are 30, 31 players at any one point playing in the major leagues who will eventually be in the Hall of Fame. That's kind of cool. So going from like, you know, a rookie to a guy who's 38, 39 years old and everything in between, there's always about that many Hall of Famers. Maybe not always playing at a Hall of Fame level, you know, at their best, but there's that many guys at any one time in the majors. So they went through the list, and some of them they picked like a, a guy who's maybe going to be a rookie this year, projecting. And they had they pick Nick Senzo. No, I think they picked Joey Votto for the Reds. Oh, Reds for, only got one. You know, that's, well, they just decided. They're not saying these are the 30 guys, but let's just pick one from each team for fun. It was sort oh, of the okay. article. I thought maybe they would have picked Shep or something. Shep, well, <laughs> you know, it's Jeff possible. didn't have a vote. I didn't have a vote. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see anything about everybody having to hit 270 or anything like that either. So. Huh. Shocking. Um, shocking, yeah. So what do we think about Sinzel at shortstop? I mean... I saw the they, whole, speaking of Hall of Famer, Barry Larkin working out with Nick Sinzel at short. Right. That's pretty good. Right. Now... If you're watching like the Reds game yesterday, they're like, "He played shortstop in college," and that's all they say, which isn't <laughs> which isn't completely. It's it's accurate to say he played shortstop in college. He did it for ten games. He was really a third base, and then they, and they made the comment. But when the Reds got him, they put him at third base. Well, that's what he really played in college. He was a third baseman. I I played center field in church league softball one game. I played I played left field in our vintage game last. In, in I October. did too. <laughs> so. Anyway, so we're ready. We're not saying he can't do it. It would be great if he swings the bat like we think he can in the majors and can handle shortstop. I mean, the guy's an all star. He's an all, he, he's going to be an all star all the time at that position. That that's a lot of pressure to go in the major leagues and also be at shortstop. There's a lot going on at that position. Well, um, maybe he can handle it if he's if he is an all star caliber player throughout his career, then then he can handle it. It's also hard on your body, yeah. too. Yeah. Except for Cal Rifkin. So we hope it works out. I oh, think. absolutely. But but I, I think they're maybe slowing his progress by go, having him be at shortstop. Another position might be quicker for him to get to the majors. Yeah. Although I don't know what. You're not going to move well, to third. Well, let's look at it this way, too. Shortstop is the leanest position throughout the organization as is far as right? major league ready people. Yeah. Yeah, they've got a couple shortstops I think they like, but they're really way down. Like the guy, then that guy they got from um, Dilson Herrera is the well, second, he's the second baseman. baseman. Long's the second baseman, right? And they're more they're like close, closer to being ready. But they they did an international signing last year. I can't think of the guy's name now. I don't remember. But you know who I'm talking yeah, about, yeah. and he's he's young. He's a shortstop. Yeah, okay. I think there's he's another years away. Yeah, I think there's another 20 year old or something out there who's mm-hmm. a shortstop that can play. And and Blandino, who's like 25 and has been is like could definitely be a utility guy in the majors, is more of a second baseman. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys so, aren't even talking about Peraza anymore. And, just well, well, him well off. and he's the only other guy. No, I'm not written him off. Well, I he's don't. The starter going he's the starter season. going. Yeah, he's the guy. Um, but if Sinzel can be a really good, a good shortstop defensively. He's a better. He's going to be a better bat. Does that mean you know Peraza could end up back at second uh, and be in that battle with a with a Dilson Herrera? Why are you guys and, scooter uh, haters? He uh, had one of the top 
scooters. Days in Red's history, and your scooter, your scooter not, hater. Are you a scooter hater? No. It I'm sounds like it. No, I'm you're already putting him out and putting Peraza at second. I don't. I don't. Scooters. I mean, Scooter booted one yesterday, <laughs> so I mean, he's not great with the glove. And uh, I mean, you really think he's going to match what he did last year at the plate? No way. <laughs> See, I, I'm in the minority. I I think with Sinzel's age and his background and having played shortstop, I think it's a great move. I really do. Uh, it's I a th- bold move. I, I but, don't. You know, I don't Billy, argue that it is. It just when Billy, it. remember yeah. what position did Billy play before center field? Shortstop. And if you remember the comments made about Billy going into center field, oh, it's going to take some time. It's a different position. Look how quickly. Look how quickly he has. Dare I say, mastered that position? Yeah, you would say. I, he's, I think did he around go, the league, he, he no, he didn't. Go gloves That's what I'm going. Around the league, people are just amazed. And now we're. By definition, being Reds fans, we're subjective, right? So we're, we're biased. But we're amazed that he didn't win a Golden Glove again. And so I just think that Robin Yao, known for what two positions, guys? Shortstop okay. and center field. center field. And he made that switch. And Pete uh, Rose, so many different positions. He made the switch. I, I just think sometimes you raise the level of expectations that you it's too difficult and and I I I disagree I, I think we're in a I think it's the right move to make and uh, you're going to have growing pains a learning curve you're going to do some booting of the ball at times but again I'm looking forward to net, say 19 an infield with hitters of Suarez, Senzel, Shedlong, and Joey Votto. That excites me. It really does. And I'm not arguing it's good to move him to short. I just don't think he should be there this year in the major leagues. So, right, so if, if the Reds were a legitimate threat to win the NL Central, I think maybe your argument has, argument has more traction. But if this is a year that, as Jeff says, by August, if we're not within X amount of games of the wild card, I'm going to be disappointed. Why not go Finish ahead? the season with him? I could see that. Sometime pick him because we know. Do we think Senzel's going to be on the roster on our big day? No, no, that's what I was going. They're not going to do that because they can protect him. Retaining rights. He's, I think you said last episode, 172 days. Yeah. So he'll be up no earlier than late April, early May. Very good chance, depending on where everything goes. And who knows? He goes a little well and he starts out slow, and he may stay down down there a little bit longer. So. Whenever I agree you with bring that. Bring him up. Maybe you do put him at shortstop and say, "Let's just." And roll I think we're on the same page. And with there that. have been, and I'm not thinking of a name right now, but I know there have been some shortstops come to the major leagues as young shortstops and not been that great. And then within a year or two, they're much more solid. You know, they make their errors. They kick it around a little bit. Um, the key thing is, I'm sure he's going to be very. Um, having played third base, I'm sure the glove is really good. I'm sure the the arm is there. Yeah, I would think so. The question is range. Right. What's his range? Is he going to have the range you want? And that's I'm, and 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 you know, but the way they shift anymore, right? Maybe, maybe range doesn't matter as much. Yeah. I you know, know. I, I never thought this is comparing the days that have gone by with Dave Concepcion, but I looked at Cozart. That his range was somewhat limited compared to what do you think of as a shortstop? Yeah, or even a but Larkin. I think your point of the shift and such. Is right on. It probably does have an impact on that. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Wow, that's good throwing chance. Yeah, you just yeah. need them to make their routine plays. Right, right? right. If they make the the great ones in the hole, that's a bonus. But <clears throat> you just need the routine plays made. Now Herrera batted. He was the DH yesterday. Was he? Yeah. Was his um, shoulder. Why are they having a DH? I just don't get it. <laughs> because we're trying to get hitters ready. Pitchers are pitchers are pitchers. Hitters are hitters. It's the way it should be. Anyway, so he 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 was the DH batted ninth yesterday. That guy's out of options. So he's going to make the team because they're not going to expose him to waivers because somebody will snatch him up. Um, but he's out of options, so he's going to have to make the team. He's the Jay Bruce trade. You're not just going to let that go. So um, he's going to make the team. It'll be interesting to see. So he's our utility backup. He could be. He could be. And uh, That's usually a guy that plays a lot, right? He's somebody play gets a hurt. lot, you know. And um, Scooter could be the regular second baseman. But I think if you try to play Scooter every day, like 158 games, I think that when I think that'll hurt him. When he became more every day last year, he slowed down a little bit. Well, when he was exposed to lefty pitching more, yeah. Because remember when he did play, it was righty pitching. Right, and right. And the stats, you know, back that up. A lot of players showed that. Yeah. I think his defense should improve if he's not bouncing around between outfield, infield, outfield, infield. It so. could. It could. It'd be hopeful. Ho hopefully it will. Um, of course, we watched Brandon Phillips play second base for years, so yeah. we were yeah. kind of spoiled about, I mean, nobody could go to his left better than that guy. Him and Kozar were really uh, strong up the middle, weren't they? Exactly. Um, and they were the they were the combination last time we uh, won a division back in, what, 12? Has it been that long? It has. Here's a question for you. Price has to, I think he has to balance Somewhere there's a balance of developing talent and still pushing toward the future, but here's a guy who wants to keep his job too. How much does that impact who plays? And how much does the general manager tell him who plays? I know. I'd really like to know the answer to those questions. And they're not going to really divulge, and they're not really going to say that, are they? They're not going to come out in public and really say that, but I'd really like to know the answer to those questions. What do you think? Well, looking back, no one was going to win with what they've had the past couple of years, especially the past couple of years with the woes, the injuries, and pitching. Mm -hmm. So I thought I thought senior leadership made the right decision bringing him back. Why not? You're, mm -hmm. you're, you know, you bring Larkin in. Larkin's going to lose with that team too. Uh, it, going forward, I, if the team stays relatively healthy with the number of pitching arms and what have you. If they're competitive and that that competitive level turns into W's this year, uh, you know, today on February 24th or whatever it is, I, I think we see him back. I really do. If they it's stay, their last place again. If they stay healthy and underperform, then there's a good chance he's gone. Yeah, you know, I agree. I, I thought when Pittsburgh let uh, traded McCutcheon, okay, we're out of the cellar, and then they go and get Dickerson. Was that who had they yeah, picked up from Tampa, Tampa Bay? Tampa. Uh, so now that just made the NL Central probably a little more difficult to stay out of the basement. But again, the pitching staff did so well last year. At the end of the year, the starters, the young guns, how will they perform this year? So just keep improving on what we saw last year, and I think we're in the right direction. So everybody stays healthy this year. Are we in the basement? Are, do, are we oh. in the basement of the division? You could, I mean, it, it could be a pretty good division. So you could finish last and and definitely yeah, improve on it and, and step, still be in the 
range of 500. I think, though, that I, I, I kind of think the Pirates will not be very good, but we'll see. Well, well let me see. say it a different way. If everybody stays healthy, does this team have a winning record? Well, if, the, if the pitching staff develops, the, continues to develop like we saw last year, yeah. if sins, all things being equal, that means no injuries and things of that nature, Sinzel comes up, continues on his trajectory that we've seen throughout the minors, I think there's a very good chance we could be at 500. So you think Senzel's a key to the Reds having a winning season? I think he's one of the variables. There's a lot of variables, obviously. Um, I'm still not convinced of this pitching staff. I'm not either. We got a, I mean, we, I think we got one. Castillo. Who's your one? Castillo? Castillo's the one guy you trust. And I think Iggy is great in the bullpen, and Wandy's pretty good as a setup man. But beyond those three, I just don't trust any of them. Yeah. They've, they, got, they've got a lot to prove. There's no doubt about that. And I, I mean, just feel like I mean, you need more dependable pitchers well, here, to say they're going to have a winning record. I think, okay, let me, let me, let's do this. When healthy, DeScalfani and Finnegan were dependable. Finnegan really had a good year two years ago. I mean, he threw, he led the team in innings, didn't he? I think so. Threw like 170 innings, if I'm not mistaken. And Disco it, the year before that. It was, was, was great. So <clears throat> I think those guys, they, they claim to be healthy. Everybody says they look great, and they've overcome these issues. If it's not a chronic thing, I think they'll be fine, and I think they'll be very good. Um, you think I, they'll be very good? I think they'll be very, very good. Very good as in they'll – And when you say they, without about injury, the I think those two guys. I think those two guys have a chance to be very good. I've sort of, I, I've sort of changed my mind on Finnegan a little bit. I was thinking put the guy in the bullpen, save his arm, you know, he's a big, strong guy. Nice it to was, have a it lefty. really wasn't his arm. It was other Light things. Arm. So Lefties are – you need those lefties right. in the rotation. And you need a lefty in the rotation. And yeah. obviously the medical staff and Price and the pitching coach, they're there. They see things we don't. So Because last year I think everybody was saying, bullpen for this guy, bullpen yeah. for this guy. So obviously they've seen some things to say, you know what? No, this guy still has the starter mentality, has the starter phys- the physicality he needs. Mm-hmm. Let's just hope it goes back to what it was two you years guys, ago. You guys, that's our problem. We're not there every day like Brian Price. Oh, I know. We need to be there. We need. <laughs> what is going on? I mean, how nope. can we do this anymore? <clears throat> without being there. Without being in spring training. I'll tell you I'll what. The Opus Mobile. The, uh, two of them. Two yeah. Of them. The, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. The weather down there is much better than it is here right really? now. It's yeah. almost 59 yesterday. Yeah, people in sweatshirts. And Tom Brenneman was talking about, of course, Tom Brenneman talked about everything but the game we were trying to watch. <laughs> but Tom, you hate that, but I like Tom Brenneman. He's all right. Tom, follow us. No, I, I like Tom a lot. I got nothing against Tom. I just wish we'd talk a little more about the game sometimes instead of other things. Some people would argue in baseball it's good to talk about other things. <laughs> no, it, yeah, it is. It's just He's in spring training, too. He's in spring. Yeah, it's all right. They're only doing five games. I mentioned that about eight times yesterday. Only doing five games on <clears throat> yeah, TV? Yeah. Okay. And uh, they're doing another. I think the other one's tomorrow, Sunday. They're doing that one because they're playing Cleveland again. And uh, so they can do it on Fox Sports Ohio for both markets, and and they share the facility with the Indians. So. Right, right. Um, but he says, yeah, there's about 12 days down here every year that the weather's just not good. It's just like rainy. 12 days. He says, it's, that's what he says. It's like there's like 12 days every year. And he lives there, right? I thought when he was with the Diamondbacks, he got a house there and he stayed there? Uh, he might, but I don't. I think he mostly I lives in Cincinnati now. Did he um, move back? Um, I think... Uh, 
I, I don't know. I'm sure he'll talk about it one night on, <laughs> on, on, during a game. But uh, so, yeah, we got rainy, yucky weather this week, and it's not so good down there now. So <coughs> I think if we ever do go, we don't go real early. I think we go early and we stay the whole time. I'm just saying. Well, I mean, I have, have to teach all my classes online. We're getting close to retirement, right? But Tom, we well, get those I don't know. frequent flyer miles. What's your 401 and We go to the AA.com website and we uh, yeah, fly you, down. You're going to throw, throw some of your frequent I, flyers? I would, I would be happy to do that. <laughs> I got enough for about four tickets right now. So. Ah, okay. Thank you. All right. All right. But you, me. Go next year. Well, who's, we got to have Dr. Four? Helmick. Oh, we'll take Dr. Helmick. The, the three we should make man. him drive the Opus Mobile because we're going to need to get. Have a card one day. <laughs> Meet you. We'll see you there, John. He, you John, leave today. We'll we'll, we'll fly out. Who was out it? Who was it said Tom's on top of the vehicle? That's John <laughs> riding on the top. Does it have a sunroof? Maybe you can just stick your head out the top. Me and Dino from the fence sense. All right, we digress. All right. Um, so the lineup yesterday, I think, is a little bit telling. It's, yeah, first spring training game. Of course, but Winker you, was the guy left out. But you, but you think you think you kind of feel like Price is going to put a lineup out there that is a message to everybody to say, all right, here's the guys that did it last year, not not taking their jobs away yet. Guys, it's your job to keep. You guys, it's your jobs to win. We're gonna have a different line. I mean, it'll be a different lineup tomorrow. I'm sure it won't be. I mean, Winker might lead off tomorrow and today. And today. Right. All right, they're playing today. I don't know. Colorado. It's not on TV, but. Um, so that might happen, but I, you know, so yesterday was Hamilton, you know, which we all went, are we going to do, are we going to do that again? <laughs> Suarez, Votto, Jeanette batting cleanup, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, too. I think it's sending a little message to Duvall because didn't Duvall mostly bat cleanup last yes. year. Yes. Till the very end. Uh, Shebler, Peraza, uh, Barnhart. And then Herrera DH'd. What number I, was Duvall? Was five? Yeah, he batted five. So your four, five, six were Jeanette Duvall and Shevler. You know, if Shevler could could hit a little better this year, be careful. I be could careful see him time. as a number two. I'm serious, because he's got some speed. Yeah. Suarez well, doesn't have much speed, does he? No, but he's got it. But Suarez is better on base, make, strikes out less. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I get that. But Shevler's walk yesterday and, was. He took. Ball four was not – ball four was definitely a ball, but it was ball four was a pitch he swung at last year. Shebler? Yeah, I thought. I felt like, you know, last year, more likelihood a year ago he swings at that pitch. But he took it and he got his walk. And he tried to st- – he, he beat – he went to – he tried to steal second, and he had it beat, but the guy put – the second baseman put his foot right in front of the bag and he slid into the guy's foot and he never got to the bag. So – but he had to throw beat if, if – the guy's foot doesn't block the bag. He's in there. So. I, I don't see. And he Shev's went on the first pitch. I don't see Shev's in the two hole because you're not going to have a <clears throat> lefty lefty. Yeah, you're going to have a righty lefty. So that's it's why true. I would see Suarez. Yeah, and I agree with that. Yeah, it, well, of course, if Billy's Billy switches, so right. That's that's so like some one, days, two, three. So you some know, days you could do righty. that, but yeah. you don't want to be flipping your leadoff guy around. The thing all the about time. Suarez, he didn't deserve his second. Have you seen his hair? Oh, you don't like the platinum? Uh, I mean, the platinum yeah, little gray. shades of '70s reds. Let's get them groomed nicely and stop with the uh, with the platinum hair. 
a little platinum look here. But mine, <laughs> mine's natural. Mine was natural platinum. Well, maybe they're trying to say, didn't someone say in a, a tweet last year, he wasn't gold glove, but he was silver glove. Maybe he's trying to get to that point. He said his wife. He said it was his wife's idea. You buy that? Whatever. I don't think we want to go there. Let's not. We want to go there in this this conversation. <laughs> okay. All right. Romano Molly looked good yesterday. I mean, Romano gives up a home run, but the wind was really blowing out yesterday there. So not too worried about that. I mean, Barnhart hit a home run too. So I mean, you know, not that Barnhart can't hit home runs, but. Love he to got, see him he have got a little, breakout year. Yeah, a little win. Well, he sort of did last year, but to, mm-hmm. to continue it, um, Mezzarocco's like a guy nobody nobody talks about. Stuart's kind of stuck with him. Stuart Turner, <laughs> Stuart Turner um, caught the rest of the game yesterday, I think. I don't know if anybody else did. Because as the game went on, when they started subbing guys, like you didn't even know who was in the game. You did it. Because they didn't like report Brenneman it. and Welsh were just telling <laughs> stories the whole time. <laughs> Like who's in it? Brandon Dixon hits a moonshot of a home run, and all they're talking about is that's like Steve Balboni used to hit him. <laughs> bye bye Balboni. You see those big towering majestic he shots. And, he and Dave Kingman. Yeah, Kingman. Sky, Sky Kingman. So he, so the guy rounds the bases and scores, and I have to see the name on the back of his jersey to even know who oh, it is. That's bad. They haven't even told me. Now, they might have said when he came up, but I don't think they did. I was like, who's this guy batting? Because he's a big guy, yeah. you know, some uh, flowing locks here. I'm like, what's, who is this guy? Well, he's, he plays first base. That's why you never hear about him, because good luck coming up as a first baseman in the Reds organization. Yeah, right. So, who is this guy? Man, anyway, he had, a, he had a mammoth shot. Amali got, he, got, he had an infield hit and a walk, so he's got two on, nobody out. In his first inning, I think, that he pitched, which was the third. And then he got a double play and then a ground out. He went two innings with no runs. No runs. So those they got four innings out of those two guys and just a solo home run. So that's, you know, in today's game, what starter doesn't give up a solo home run? It doesn't happen very often. It feels like almost every time you watch a game, every everybody gets at least a solo home run off a guy. I mean, a Kershaw win one to nothing or two to one, he's going to give up a solo homer. I mean, that's just kind of the way baseball is now. So I'm not too worried about giving up one home run, especially. Probably it was a DH who did it, too. It probably probably (laughs) was. It wasn't a pitcher, I can tell you that. (laughs) They interviewed Price yesterday. He said, uh, talking to him in the dugout, uh, Jim Day was talking to him, and he said, hey, we got a couple spots open in the pen. We're trying to figure out. Cody Reed could be one of those guys. We've, very, we've, read. we've been reading articles on uh, how pleased they are with Cody Reed. Right, and uh, so that that's a possibility of a, of a guy, which would be old school, right? Yeah. Can't make the rotation, but we think you're ready for the majors. We're going to put you in the bullpen. Um, what's his name? Um, Lorenzen? Right. No. Well, Lorenzen will be in the bullpen. He's not going to make the starting rotation. Um, that's not going to happen. Garrett? No, there's another... Oh, Jackson Stevens? No, there's a guy pitching in the majors who's a good pitcher. What's uh, your point about him? He's, he was in the bullpen for two years before he became a starter. And well, I, that narrows it down. I know. <laughs> it's it's a guy who's been really good the last three, two or three years, and I, the name escapes me all of a sudden. I heard him talking about somebody talking about him, reading about it the other day somewhere, and, and uh, we are old Reds fans, so we're allowed to forget a few things, right? But the point is, he's a good pitcher now, 
And if the name comes to me, I'll probably come to me about 1230 in the morning. I'll text you the answer. Joel Youngblood. No, no, it wasn't Joel Youngblood. But I, whoever it is, um, you'll, you'll know the name if I can think of it. But that's what he did. A couple years, and then he was now he's a really good starter. Um, so that's a possibility. And the bench, I mean, one of the bench guys is going to be one of the four outfielders. One of them's going to be Herrera. One of them's probably going to be Cliff Pennington, who they picked up. Or he's that means Turner or be this, down in the or, or this Phil Goslin guy they signed they have two he's another guy in that mix you're gonna have a catcher you got Mesoraco I don't think you're gonna keep Stuart Turner this year probably he'll be the Triple A catcher I probably like Mesoraco next year names for uh, escaping me right now the backup center fielder to Billy Hamilton who played limited role but did really well yeah right? no, he's or Kim Lahan or Philip Irvin. Philip Irvin, yeah. you know, I haven't heard I, his I can name see at all. him in the minors starting out the year as yeah. a result of bringing up some guys yeah. because Winker's going to be on the roster this year and he wasn't yeah. last year at this time. Yeah. Well, those guys, yeah, and he played, of course, he was up in September too, which mm-hmm. roster expansion. But the more I think, we talked about the four man outfield, and I know you were, you're not like, we can't do that long term, but I don't know. So let's see what happens. Maybe, maybe it really works well. Don't be. We'll see. Pleasantly surprised. You'd be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Okay. I know. Every time you re- just be ready, Tom. Told you so. Every time Winker's not in the starting lineup, we're gonna have an unhappy uh, partner here. Right. I, will, I will be disciplined and not saying it. <laughs> it's more fun when you do. You know, we want to hear. Get, we want to hear. How many times do I hear? 270, 270. <laughs> you guys say it now. I don't. But when I said it, Tom agreed. Yeah, I know. I, can I see know. That. We're just messing with you. It's more fun to mess with you. Exactly. You guys ever been to spring training games? I have. What's your memories? What? Where have you been? What'd you do? So I took my son the last year the Reds were in Florida, and we went to see the Reds play the Red Sox in the city of Palms, Fort Myers. Then we went to see the Reds play the Yankees with. With Jeter and all the group in Tampa. In Tampa, it was. Uh, we still have the cups from the last time there. I remember because it was the Yankees, big crowd, and the players like Jeter and, and those guys played a couple of innings, and they left the ballpark, and their Hummers and stuff were parked right by the field, so they were escorted out with security guards to their Hummers and took off after the game, or not not after the game, during the game. They played their innings and they left. Yeah. That kind of bothered me. It's not really good team team building. But I just, I love the relax. Well, they might have been going back to work on, go to, go to the cage. Something. I'm Hit sure, cage. Jeff, that was it. Oh, well. That's what Joey Votto would do. <laughs> they talked, Joey wouldn't leave. They talked about Joey yesterday. They said they were, uh, Welsh started talking about it. He's the hardest working guy you've ever seen in camp. I Joey, all day, from start to finish, doesn't stop yeah, you working. you got a heavy leader be that way, don't you? And, and they said, you know, and and I was I will give Brennerman credit for this. He I think it was him that made this point. He said, "Yeah, Joey Votto is maybe one of the greatest Reds ever, but he's not the most talented Red." He says, "I would say Eric Davis had more talent, and I would agree overall. Eric Davis had more talent, but probably, and I'm not saying Eric Davis didn't work hard, but you know his body sort of broke down on him eventually. But Eric Davis but, was but there. Eric Davis had Eric Davis was supremely talented." Eric Davis was there in City of Palms when the Reds played the yeah. Red Sox, and so he was down the field. So Thomas and I went down and talked to him for a while. He Did signed you? Thomas's hat. And oh, cool! 
nice. That's what's fun about spring training is it's just more intimate, you know, and yeah. closer to the players. We were at, uh, when I was uh, back in the 80s, I think it was, um, we were in Florida more than once back in those days, so I don't really remember which trip, but Parker was playing for the Reds. And you know, and, and he had his, um, he had every he had he had all he was wearing like cut off sleeves, you know, and like his uh, warm up red jacket he had cut off. Ted you know, And he's walking around with those huge biceps of his, and just just larger than life guy because you were like you could be close to him. Yeah. And he's talking to people, and he's just just this larger than life person. And they're relaxed at spring training, right? right? And, and of course, he's like six, seven, or whatever. He's, he, and he's Parker's just a, always relaxed. He's so. just a mountain of a guy. <clears throat> I think I was a freshman in school, and the Reds played the Pirates. I didn't go this night, but at the very end of the game, Scrap Iron, Phil Garner, Phil Garner, dropped an easy fly ball. Reds scored two runs. Game over. Would have been a ninth. It would have been the last out of the ninth inning. I went to the game the next day. It was a doubleheader. Back then, you get there real early because you want batting practice opportunities mm -hmm. uh, to get the, the home run balls. Dave Parker comes out with a laundry basket taped to his belly and was catching fly balls <laughs> with the laundry basket, his belly, at the second base position. My point being, Parker was always in a jovial mood for yes, the most part, yes. spring training or no. Kind of Brandon Phillips type of mood, right? Yes, yes. yes. And he was doing a good job at those basket catches. Yeah. See what I did there? Yeah, basket catch, yeah. I get that. So um, so that's the time. I that's, That might be the only time I've ever been to a spring training game. Um, they played this year. Yeah, I'm going to go. They played the Red Sox. Wade Boggs was playing. Saw him play that day. That's one guy I remember from the Red Sox. That day too. Probably had chicken. Um, the uh, have you been to have you ever been no, to anything been. like that? Never been to a spring training game. Yeah, so funny. when you go to a spring training game this year, are you going to broadcast live? I might do a little Facebook live on the phone. You totally need to. I will. Can so we call we're, in? We're, yeah, can we call? In? Order <laughs> a pizza. Have another phone. Order right? a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> so Sunday, it'll be a week from this Sunday, first Sunday in March. Um, I might go. I think it's an Orioles game. They're in Bradenton, but I looked at the tickets, and right now it's all that's left are standing room, so I might go. I don't know if anybody else want to go with me and not have a seat, so I might go by myself. Um, and then Thursday, they're at home, and the Pirates are at home, both of them that day. Um, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably buy the tickets ahead of time, but I'm gonna wait till I see a weather forecast. Right. I don't want to pick it on the middle of a rainy day. Right. I don't want to. That go happens in that. Florida. So I'm not afraid of a little rain, but I don't want to. If it's like supposed to rain all day, you know, it better not. I'm going down there for vacation. Well, that, go, that's my last full day down there. Is Thursday? We're go being, we're super early from. and interview. Bring your thing and interview people. Bring your press pass. I don't have, any, I don't have a press pass. What do you mean you don't have a press pass? You get them for a particular thing. You don't just have one. You can totally forge one. Oh, okay. I'll, all right, I'll forge one. I'll go over to a print shop over here and have them make one for me. Yeah. It's not Reds people though, so. But I'll I'll I'll, I'll give you a little That's okay. taste of the Grapefruit League. Pirates. Pirates. Who do we care about in the Pirates anymore? Isn't there one guy um, from Cincinnati? Isn't it? Josh Harrison. Josh yeah, Harrison. Josh Harrison. Yeah, he's a good player. Interview him. Good player. I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> Be sure to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcast app. I meant to mention this earlier. 
that's on our home website at threeoldredsfans.podbean.com. Um, Twitter, at Three Old Reds Fans. Facebook, Three Old Reds Fans. Uh, become a patron. Give us a little uh, help towards our uh, goal of uh, upgrading our equipment and so forth. And you can do that there through the site. So we got a, we just got a comment on our Facebook page from Steven Schindler. He's, He's a big Orioles fan. Is he? Over-under. Who wants the over-under on this? 77 and a half wins. Reds? Reds, yeah. I'm going over. Let's go over. Let's be optimistic. It's spring training. All right. Last for year now, we said 70 to 76, right? We're, for now, we're on the over. Yep. We reserve the right, we reserve the right to change that. No, all things being equal, Schindler, all things being equal. Again, no, no major injuries and for multiple players and everything, I'll go over. You go over. Okay. What about you? I said over. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, yeah I said over. So, um, yeah, um, I think I think um, at this point, yeah, I would say we're saying over seventy-eight on. wins. That's what we're saying. Right, right. At least he says, "Love the optimism." <laughs> it's spring so, training. We have to. Stephen, we like our pitching better than the Orioles pitching. What do you think about that? Let, let's hear real quick before we break off the air uh, about our pitching. Yeah, versus the Orioles pitching. He's a big O's guy. Is he? Oh yeah, big all Baltimore. Right, all right. Favorite, my favorite park I've ever been to, Camden Yards. Yeah, I love that park. I love that park. Um, I've been there a few times. I was there like the year it opened, I think. Um, went to Old Memorial Stadium a couple times, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Saw the Bash Brothers play there. Uh, Red Sox play the Orioles there, That which would have been, you know, like 1988, 1989 wow. when I was living down that way uh, right so, out of college. So when I went to Camden Yards, I, I like to go early for batting practice. They were playing the Brewers when they were in the American League. Yeah, yeah. And guess who was throwing batting practice for the Brewers? Bob Uecker. Bob Uecker. <laughs> Finally got a front row seat. Huh? You got a front row seat. Yeah. I was going through some stuff at home the other day, just going, you know, clearing out, trying to purge a little bit of stuff. And and um, Steven says, I like everyone's pitching over the Orioles. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good That's a good comeback. <laughs> Everyone's pitching over the Orioles pitching. All right, so we we like that. Um, so, at any rate, what was I saying? Oh, 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 I found a ticket. I found a ticket from a game. It's got Boog Powell's autograph on it. Wow. Well, see, Boog, I don't know if he still does it or not, but out behind center field on that street between the warehouse and the outfield, um, he had a barbecue place. And it's called Boog's Barbecue or something like Talk that. Talk about biceps. Yeah. Boog power. And Boog, and the time we went, Boog was there working. Hmm. He was working in the thing, and, and um, he autographed the ticket. One of my memories of Camden Yard is just how good it smelled from the barbecue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was good stuff. So we're going to try to get a friend of ours on here. We tried to work it out this week to record a podcast to post in the future. A friend of ours who um, travels, has been to a lot of ballparks um, around the country, so eventually we're going to do that show just sort of be a special edition just where we talk about that. So we'll, we can all talk about where we've been and, and so forth. But um, certainly I've been to a few parks, and I, I know we all have. You were what, you were at San Diego La- Petco last year. Yeah, I've been there. And I've been, the, I've been to Coors Field. And I've been, been, I've been to – I was at the old vet in Philly um, and so forth. So and a few minor league parks. So he's going to – we're going to discuss that at some point. So that will be fun. But 
until then, we're going to see what happens with the Reds here this spring and, and keep the optimism rolling. All right. Look forward to the uh, beginning of the season. So we will. it'll be a little later in March before we get back to you. Tom and I are going to be gone on vacation. Um, I might do a couple Facebook Live posts from the – if I get to those minor league – if I get to those spring training games, I'll do it. I'll do it on our old Reds fans uh, page, but we'll see. That may or may not work out, but we'll give it a shot. Hopefully the weather will cooperate. But once we get back from vacation, we'll be back. And uh, I suspect by then we'll know a little bit more about the look of the lineup and rotation, bullpen, bench, all that good stuff. And, and hopefully we won't have any uh, injuries to talk about. But in all likelihood, there'll be somebody. In all likelihood, that's just kind of the way, the nature of the sport. So any other last thoughts? Hearing none. Go Reds. Until next time. Go Reds. Go Reds. Go Reds.